welcome to this week 14 edition of the PBWF Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation presented to you by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, a show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. Follow me at Chris Belcher 24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The show's at PBW Podcast on those platforms as well. Make sure you give us a follow and, of course, subscribe wherever you find your podcast because that is the only way that you get the PBWF each and every Tuesday. That's right. Tuesday. So make sure that you are giving us feedback on social media. We would appreciate it very much. Of course, I am joined by the leader of the Mayhem brand, the young buck, Mr. Andy York. And Andy, week 14 over the halfway point. Yeah. Yeah. I am in uncharted waters right Right? now, I think is the good way to put it because obviously I've been booking, building towards the, the rumble. Right. And there's not a lot of storylines that can go into a rumble. Like you can, but it's not. There's not a blood feud that can go into a rumble match sure. and and have any payoff there. So I'm trying. Like I've got a lot of stuff I'm building to, but I can't pull the trigger until I get this rumble done with. And you then, just got to get there. Yeah. So right. uh, all my other stuff, like my other feuds that are not going to be a part of the rumble, I'm I'm excited for for this week. Right. Everything else though. I hate to say it. This might be this might be the first ever mayhem filler episode. Uh oh, Brad would be so disappointed. <clears> he would be. But um, but anyway, so no, I think I think a rumble is it's interesting because you see it in WWE all the time, and I'm not you know stealing your thunder or trying to peek behind the curtain here, but right. gives you an opportunity for a lot of callbacks, a lot of stuff that have happened early on yep. that you're like, oh, those guys, you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. and so. That kind of story can can write itself, but at the same time, I definitely get and, and it can also kickstart a few things, sure, as well. So, like, obviously, we're this is month four. We're heading into our last two months after this, right? So, like, a lot of the stuff that we've been building to, we've got to start quickening to get to the end. Sure, we do. So, yep. you know, this is kind of I say it's filler. It's not really filler, but it, it it's going to feel like filler. Until we get the rumble done with. Right. So um, I think this is a good time. And I know we're taking a little bit of time. We don't like these episodes to go super long, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you anyway. Feel like this is a good time to go ahead and give a peek behind the curtain. We told you last week we're trying to figure out what this continuation of the PBWF looks like. Yeah. And we have decided, and I think it's a perfect time to say this. We have decided that season two will just be a continuation of season one. Yeah. So we're going to get into the draft details. There'll be some shakeups and all that kind of stuff. We'll get into that at a later date. But, Andy, that lends itself to you're talking about storylines and stuff that some of these storylines can continue over into season two. Right. So it's one of those things where you guys think, well, how are they going to wrap that up? How are they going to wrap that up? Well, just wait, yeah. Because you might, th- it might just be starting, right? And then you get the payoff in season two. And like our, you know, our rosters aren't going to be the exact same, Correct. as they are now going into season two. Obviously, w- there are going to be people that we are going to protect to keep and all this other stuff, right? But yeah, you can like you can build. I mean, you could build for a year from now, right? At this point, if you want to, which is really exciting. I haven't done that. Right. I, I probably not wouldn't attempt to do that. Nope, me either. Um, but. The fact that we like, because we were talking about it, like it seems pointless to do this for six months just to restart, like every sure. time we want to do this again. So, like a continuation of it makes more sense. So, yeah, this is not the this is really we said at the beginning. This is the beginning of it all. This isn't right. the end, and it's going to be a lot of fun to to dive into this even more. It definitely is. So, I just want to let everybody know that there is a season two coming. It will be a continuation. So, keep that in mind as we get to the end of season one. Yeah as to how things are playing out and you might not get a payoff. The the last pay-per-view there may be some unsatisfying decisions because we're not done yet. So. There will a thousand percent be on my end. I can go ahead and tell you right now. I've got one, two, probably three unsatisfying decisions that people might not like. Oh wow, three. I was thinking one, but three is uh... I've got it I've got at least two probably I definitely have two. Right. At least Probably three though. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got probably one right now, and I'm between a couple others. So like, and you know, we're not going to give away too much. No, but we're there, not. there may be some uh, interpromotional stuff that might happen, might not. We're still working out. We'll see what we're happens. We're still working out the details. 
We'll, so, we'll, we'll see, see what, what happens. happens in that. I mean, you can't have a combined because, uh, full disclosure, our last pay per view in month six is going to be combined. So, yeah. like, we're going to present the show at the exact same time. It won't be two different pay per views. Right. So, why would we do that and not have some yeah, interpromotion? Exactly. It's like a Survivor Series. Exactly. Thing. It's yeah. fine. No big deal. All right. Let's get into it. Week 14. Um, this would be week two in this month of month number four. So again, like Andy said earlier, this may be his filler episode. These are the, these are the shows that we have decided that are not as fun to book. They're so harder. we have to really yeah. pull rabbits out of the hat. That's yeah. why I have a world title match. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I think this is the first month where we haven't had a title match on the same show yet. No, no. Well, what I'm saying yeah, is yeah. like, oh, we okay. like the last three months, the week, second week of the month, I think we both have done a, a championship match in the main event. Interesting. And that's, <laughs> I did that last week. So. That, that streak ends this week. It does. All right. Andy is going to be going first. 30 minutes on the clock, which I am working on right now. The Mayhem brand and uh, da, 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 what do we got here? Come on. Okay. Sorry. You're good. Here we go. I couldn't figure out. Okay. Ready? Yep. All right. Here we go. <laughs> the crack in the system. They paint me a villain. I'm back with a vengeance like I'm a god. I can't be defeated. I am the reason. I am the source. I got a legion. The battle is mine. The one to believe in. Break down the wall. Open the doors, it's hunting season. This is what I am. I'm causing mayhem. Heaven and hell, freedom of jail. I will prevail. Cause the head of a snake, I'm in the field, shopping your steel. I am the I am the man. Yeah. This world is mine for the taking. You know. Never give it up. Never, never give it up. I am the Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBWF Mayhem. I am Michael Cole, joined by Pat McAfee. And once again, we have a loaded show. Tonight's main event is a rivalry revisited as John Cena will go one-on-one -on -one with AJ Styles. John Moxley and CM Punk will be face-to-face. -face. Bailey and Jordan Grace fight for the number one contendership. But tonight, we are starting off with a tag team match between Swerve in Our Glory and the Street Profits. And here comes Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, the Street Profits, part of the Hurt Business, making their way out to the ring. Remember last week after the PBW, after the Pure Wrestling Championship between Keith Lee and Big E, Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Business made their claim at the title when a returning or a debuting Swerve Strickland made the save to help his old tag team partner, Keith Lee. And here comes... Swerve Strickland out to the ring, making his debut here, his official first match here at PBWF Mayhem, looking to sort of get some revenge, but also make his claim, stake his claim here in the company. And here comes the pure wrestling champion, Keith Lee. First man ever to defend the pure wrestling championship successfully here at Mayhem. As he get, makes their way, they make their way out to the ring. I love that theme music. I do too. Swerve and Montez are the legal men to start. The bell rings, and Montez just comes running towards Swerve. But Swerve dodges underneath, flips to his feet, and hits a Pele kick on Montez early. Uh, Montez falls into the corner. He tag, uh, Swerve tags in Keith Lee. Lee grabs Montez, throws him towards Swerve, who hits a super kick and directly into a running cross body from Keith Lee. Montez rolls to his corner, tags in Angelo Dawkins. The two big men are going to meet. They tie up in the middle of the ring. Dawkins gets the advantage in a headlock, but shoots Keith Lee off the ropes, takes him out with a shoulder tackle. Uh, Lee shoots off the ropes, but Dawkins ducks, leapfrogs, and staggers Keith Lee with a huge drop kick. Um, Dawkins takes Lee out to the floor with a clothesline, but before hitting 
Uh, then he hits the ropes and hits an over-the-top senton, taking out Keith Lee. Dawkins turns around into a penalty kick from Swerve. Swerve is celebrating but eats a super kick from Montez from behind, taking Swerve to the floor. Montez, we've seen him do this a million times, shoots off the ropes and hits a huge suicide dive, taking out all three men as we cut to commercial break. Of course he did. <laughs> As we come back from commercial break, Montez and Keith Lee are the legal men. Montez is, sell- is climbing to the top rope. He goes for a huge frog splash, but Keith Lee catches him in midair and plants him with a spirit bomb. Keith Lee is way too beat up, though, to go for the cover. He barely crawls his way to the corner. He tries to tag in Swerve, but Dawkins is there, pulls Swerve to the floor. He tries to throw him into the barricade, but Swerve reverses it, sending Dawkins flying into the crowd. Swerve is back on the apron. Montez is holding Lee's foot, but he rocks Montez with a huge insecurity. He tags in Swerve, who instantly hits a rolling flat, uh, rolling thunder flatliner on Montez, followed by a huge brain buster. He jumps to the top rope, hits a huge double foot stomp onto Montez, covers him one, two, Montez kicks out the very last second. Uh, Swerve tags in Keith Lee once again. Swerve throws Montez towards Lee, who lifts him up for the powerbomb position. Swerve is on the top rope, and they hit fall from glory. Keith Lee covers them. One, two, three. Swerve in our glory. Pick up the win. They are celebrating in the ring. And here comes Bobby Lashley, who... They tried to recruit Keith Lee to the Hurt Business last week, and he rejected him, and he is uh, not very happy about being rejected. He just walks a beeline all the way to the ring. He gets in the ring. He stares down Keith Lee and Swerve. He finally helps Montez and Dawkins back up to their feet. They slowly exit the ring as both men raise their hand in victory. Hmm. Backstage, we see a SUV rolling up into the parking lot and out steps Samoa Joe. Kevin Owens, and Triple H. The new revision is here tonight, and we will hear from them later on as we cut to commercial break. The revised revision. The revised revision. (laughs) The real evolution. (laughs) We come back from commercial break, and Renee Young is backstage with John Cena. Uh, Renee says, John, you are revisiting an old rivalry with AJ Styles. Currently, you have the better of them going in one-on-one matches. What are you going to do to keep that going? And Cena says, well, Renee, it's no doubt that AJ is one of the best in the world and one of the best of this generation. But he is stepping in with the 16, he's stepping in the ring with a 16-time world champion. Whatever he and the Bullet Club have planned, I'm sure I can take care of it. It's not Scott Steiner. Jordan Grace making her way out to the ring. Jordan Grace... After Bailey turning on her last week, she has asked for this match, and it is officially the number one contenders match for the Women's World Championship. Jordan Grace is in the ring with a determined look on her face and her opponent. We're getting this already? Getting this already. Uh Uh-oh. Bailey is making her way out to the ring after turning her back on Jordan Grace. She wants to prove that she can do it alone here on May on Mayhem. She gets in the ring, the bell rings, and immediately Bailey just rolls out of the ring and just starts walking around laughing. She, her and Michael Cole are yelling at one another. They're revisiting that old rivalry that they have. <laughs> she turns around, though, and Jordan Grace takes her out with a huge suicide dive. Grace grabs Bailey, throws her back into the ring. Jordan climbs to the top rope, goes for a splash, but Bailey is able to barely roll out of the way. Bailey tries to pull up Grace for the pile driver, but she cannot lift her up. And Grace gets out of it and lays Bailey out with a huge clothesline. She pulls Bailey up, shoots Bailey off the ropes, and plants her with a spine buster. Covers her one, two. Bailey kicks out. Bailey rolls out of the ring, but as Jordan Grace is on the apron after her, Bailey pulls her, at her pulls her down behind the ring apron and just begins to lay in the shots. Jordan Grace is trapped, and Bailey backs up and catches her with a huge big boot. Can Jordan get back in this thing as we take a commercial break? How much time do I have left? I think I'm... You're good. Okay. Uh, we come back. Bailey is in complete control, holding Jordan Grace or holding holding Jordan down in a rest hold, a Randy Orton style rest hold. Yeah. But Jordan is beginning to power out of it as Jordan gets back on her feet. Bailey immediately jumps on her back and applies a sleeper hold. 
Grace is back down to one knee and is beginning to fade, but finally she powers back up and drives Bailey into the corner. Bailey is laid out in the corner, but as Grace is running towards her, she dodges, sending Jordan flying shoulder first into the ring post. The ring shifts about a foot, it seems like. Bailey rolls her up one, two, Jordan kicks out. But she kicks out directly into a rose plant from Bailey, covers her again. One, two, Jordan kicks out one more time. Bailey is on the attack quickly. She tries to go for the pile driver, but Grace escapes and plants Bailey with a huge power bomb. Holds on again, plants her with another power bomb, Wardlow style. Covers her one, two. Bailey kicks out. Jordan climbs to the top rope again. She is trying to go for this frog splash, but Bailey is up, meets her up there, and hits her with forearm shots after forearm shots. Jordan pushes her off the top rope. She tries to block, but Bailey hits a jumping knee, staggering Grace, staggering on the corner. Bailey looks behind her, smiles, and plants Jordan Grace with a pile driver from the top rope. Covers oh her. God. One, two, three. Bailey gets the massive win here, picking up the win over Jordan Grace. She is celebrating in the ring, but from behind, ba- Becky Lynch is in the ring and cracks a steel chair over the back of Bailey, and she just repeatedly beats her with the chair. Becky finally grabs a microphone, sets the chair up over top of Bailey, sits down and says, Bailey, I heard you run in your mouth last week, and just because I wasn't here, you felt safe to run it, but I'm here this week, and I'll continue to be here, so the man will see you at Let's Rumble. Strong words from the champion. She throws the mic down on top of Bailey. She holds the title over her head. It is official at Let's Rumble. Becky Lynch will defend the, the Women's World Championship against Bailey at Let's Rumble as we cut to commercial break. What segment is this? Segment five. Okay. How much time do I have left? 21 minutes. Oh, we're good. I got a lot of promos coming up, so we are good. <laughs> Come back from commercial break with the game. Triple H making his way out to the ring, flanked by Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens. Triple H make their way out, microphone in hand. The new revision is here, the revised revision, if that's what you really want to call them. They get into the ring. Triple H has a microphone, and he says, Seth Rollins, you are one ignorant idiot. We gave you the chance to quietly go away after what we did to you at Warzone, but you just couldn't stay away. You could have even gone to Revolution where has like Bully and Charlotte go, but you just had to stay around. <laughs> well, not for long. Because you see at Let's Rumble, oh, Kevin Owens is going to end you once and for all. You had your chance to be the man around here. But honestly, you should just leave that job to your wife. <laughs> now, as Wardlow is concerned, you had the chance. This is and Wardlow comes out with a microphone in his hand. He says, cut my music. Go ahead, Hunter. I had my chance to what? To be the top guy? To be relevant? Seth wasn't the one holding me back. It was you. You said you were going to build all of us up. You gave Seth his chance, FTR theirs, but you never gave me anything. So now, I'm going to make my own opportunities. And that starts tonight, because I'm challenging one of you two idiots right now if you have the balls to step up. Samoa Joe steps towards the, uh, towards the ring post, a ring apron, and it looks like we are getting Samoa Joe versus Wardlow when we come back from our commercial break. War Joe. War Joe is, no, they're not existent on my brand. <laughs> we come back from commercial break, and the match is already underway. Samoa Joe is in complete control, beating down on Wardlow in the corner. Joe goes for a running clothesline, but Wardlow takes him out with a clothesline of his own. Wardlow is fired up as he grabs Joe, shoots him off the ropes, and hits a spine buster on Joe, rolls him over, lifts him up, and spikes him with a huge power bomb. He looks to the crowd and begins to tune up the symphony. He lifts up, he lifts him up again, plants him again. He goes for a third one, but from behind, Kevin Owens is in the ring and hits a super kick to the back of his knee, taking him out. The referee calls for the bell. This one is over. This one is thrown out. Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe begin to beat down on Wardlow. As Triple H is starting to get in the ring, but he powers out of it, lays out Joe with a clothesline, and then a big boot to Kevin Owens. All three men are now out of the ring. Wardlow is standing near the ropes, screaming. Wardlow is standing tall, but how much longer will he be able to be here? What is he going to do to stop revision now? We cut backstage, and we see the Bullet Club arriving to the arena, led by AJ Styles and Finn Balor, as we cut to commercial break. 
<coughs> I'm not dying, I don't think. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we come back from commercial break. Renee Young is backstage with MJF. And she says, MJF, last week you unsuccessfully answered John Cena's open challenge. And then you were attacked by Pat McAfee. And you hear Pat McAfee on commentary go, yeah, he did. So what are you planning to do? MJF says, Renee, if that coward McAfee wants to fight with me, he will get it. And as for Cena, he got lucky last week, but that won't happen again. And as he says this, William Regal walks into frame and says, MJF, you won't have another opportunity at John Cena just yet. But I tell you what, I'm feeling generous tonight. So how about next week, I'll put you in a match, and if you are successful, then you will be the number one contender for whoever is the champion after Let's Rumble. Ooh. MJF says, fine, who's my opponent? And Regal says, I'm generous, but I'm not that generous, as he walks out of frame. <laughs> and here comes the number one contender for the Men's Mayhem World Heavyweight Championship. CM Punk making his way out to the ring. He is not suspended on this brand, but he is making his way out to the ring, looking fired up, ready to go. He says... Let, there's no point in wasting everyone's time. John Moxley, get out here now so we can discuss this face to face. And here comes the Mayhem World Champion, John Moxley, through the crowd, through the arena, fired up like he always does, water bottle in hand, microphone in hand. He throws it, hits some fan in the face, probably an accident. <laughs> He's making his way to the ring when CM Punk is in the ring. And he says, no, 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 no. Cut his music. John, get in this ring right now. I know you think you run things around here, but let's be honest. You're only champion because of Triple H and Kevin Owens. You didn't beat Seth. You picked the bones. You've been at the top for long enough, and I'm going to be the one to take you out. And Moxley, as it gets in the ring, he says, Punk, we all know the honeymoon phase is over for all of this. We are now at the bones of this company. And let's be real. My rise and success hasn't wavered. But I'm sure most people forgot you even you were even here. You can't help but hold on to what little rele- relevancy you have left. But in a couple of weeks, I'm going to expose you for the fraud that you are. I'm going to show these people who you truly are, and you won't ever be the same again. CM Punk says, you know what, John? You are absolutely right. I'm not as relevant as I once was. I'm not to the level I was, but my passion and grind have never been higher. I have more to prove than ever before. And you know what they say. The most dangerous man is a man who has nothing to lose. And as he finishes it, he cracks uh, Moxley over the head with the uh, microphone and begins to throw shots at Moxley. The two men continue to brawl all over the ring. Finally, security and Regal come out to the ring to separate them. But the two men continue to go at each other. Finally, the locker room room empties. We have a pull-apart brawl. The two men are finally separated. Both men are bleeding from the altercation and screaming at one another as we take a commercial break. What is going to happen at Let's Rumble? (coughs) i got to take a drink. (laughs) That's good. What segment is this? Eight. Eight. Okay. How much time do I have left? 14 and a half minutes. Oh, wow. Come back, segment eight, and a vignette plays as we come back from commercial. We pick up on the vignette that we ended on last week on a man walking into a burnt, abandoned house. Mm. He opens the door and walks in. On the left is a broken wooden rocking chair with a hat on top of it swinging back and forth. All of a sudden, a viper slithers out from underneath it. He goes to walk upstairs, and mounted on the wall is a white sheep head and a black sheep head. When he gets upstairs, he walks down the hallway into a massive room, and there we see Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, Brody King, on their knees with their arms stretched out, and we zoom in on who is standing before them. It's Julia Hart. And then we move to the right, and it's the fiend who begins laughing and sticking his tongue out like he likes to do, and then we cut to black hearing the creepy laugh of Bray Wyatt. (laughs) We cut back to commentary, who is kind of shocked by what they've seen. Michael Cole is asking Pat McAfee about his issues with MJF. Pat McAfee's about to answer, but from the crowd, Seth Rollins jumps the barricade, grabs a microphone, and is standing on the table. And he says, Kev, I'll deal with you at Let's Rumble, but right now I want Hunter. You think you're untouchable? You think you can do whatever you want to whoever you want? This isn't WWE anymore. 
Your father-in-law isn't calling the shots. You aren't calling the shots. You're going to pay for everything you've done to me, and I'm going to make your life miserable. And all you can do is watch as I burn your entire career. They are, The security is out here. Hunter is out here. They're all yelling, screaming at each other. Michael Cole says, we need to restore order here. But coming up next is the match we've been waiting for, John Cena versus AJ Styles. <coughs> Ooh, hang on. Ooh, I'm dying. I don't know why. thought you said you weren't dying. I know, but now I am. <laughs> uh, all right, we come back from commercial break, and we cut to commentary, and they said ne- next week MJF goes one-on-one with an opponent handpicked by William Regal. Seth Rollins will go will be face-to-face with the entire revision. John Cena's open challenge, and the PBWF Mayhem World Champion, John Moxley, will be in action next week. Ooh. But right now, let's take a look at the history between John Cena and and AJ Styles. And a video package plays before the main event, uh, playing the highlights of their rivalry from their first night in the same ring with the crowd going back and forth of let's go Cena, let's go Styles, to AJ turning on John Cena that same night, to their match at Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, and the Rumble. And then we cut to modern day, how both men are preparing for this match tonight. Here comes the 16-time world champion, John Cena, made his debut in Mayhem last week, looking to prove himself here each and every week with these open challenges. He hits the ring, bounces off the ropes, throws his hat into the crowd, throws his shirt into the crowd, looks down the ramp, and does the Brahma Bull bring it. And here comes the phenomenal one who, shockingly, is coming out by himself tonight. And he gave the 18,000 other members of Bullet Club the night off tonight. It is just AJ Styles one-on-one versus John Cena here tonight. The two men are standing face-to-face in the ring. As the bell rings, the crowd is split down the middle for this two. Let's go, Cena. Let's go, Styles. Let's Cena go, sucks. yeah. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks that one as well. Um, both men are looking out to the crowd. Immediately, AJ throws a right hand that connects, and just he continues to throw those punches, backing Cena up into the corner. AJ continues to throw them, but Cena finally blocks and delivers a big blow himself, sending AJ flying down to the mat. Cena continues on the attack, and the two men are just brawling all over the ring. Cena throws AJ into the corner, but AJ flips outside of uh, flips to the outside on the apron, hits Cena with the forearm, sets up, goes for the phenomenal forearm, but as he as he jumps, Cena catches him, goes for the AA, but AJ lands on his feet, hits Cena with an enziguri, forcing Cena to roll to, out to the floor. AJ grabs the ropes and takes out Cena with the forearm as we cut to commercial break. Nine and a half minutes. Okay, we got plenty of time. Um, we come back from commercial break, segment 10. AJ is still in complete control. He continues to beat down on Cena. Cena starts to get some offense in, goes for a clothesline, but AJ escapes and rolls him into a calf crusher. Cena is screaming in pain, slowly trying to crawl his way to the ropes, but AJ pulls him back. But Cena is able to reverse it and applies the STFU on John, on, uh, John Cena, on AJ Styles and wrenching it back on AJ. AJ is screaming in pain, but finally makes it to the bottom rope and crawls all the way to the floor by the announce table. Cena gets on the apron, but AJ quickly pulls his leg out from underneath him, taking him to the floor. AJ throws him into the barricade, then throws him into the apron, throws him into the steel steps, and just begins to beat down on him more and more and more. Finally, he lifts him up and plants Cena with a brain buster on the apron, taking John Cena out. AJ rolls in, breaks the count, and then he sets Cena laying up on the, on the announce table. AJ rolls back in the ring. It looks like he's going to go for a springboard move. But then he looks at the top rope. He hops up to the top rope and takes Cena out with a huge splash from the ring post through the announce table. AJ rolls Cena back into the ring, hits him with a phenomenal forearm, covers him. One, two, Cena kicks out the last second. AJ cannot believe it. We have to take our final commercial break. 
Super Cena is here tonight. Super Cena. Eight minutes. Where's JBL? I need him to start yelling, Big Match John. Big Match John. <laughs> it's Big Match John. He's on my brain. There you go. Um, as we come back, the match continues. AJ is setting up for the Styles Clash, but Cena escapes it and takes Cena or takes AJ out with a pile driver out of nowhere. But Cena is in way too much pain to go for the cover. But he is finally back up to his feet. He takes AJ out with a shoulder block. And then another. AJ misses the punch. Drop, uh, Cena picks him up, drops him on his back. And Cena goes for the five-knuckle shuffle. But AJ kicks him in the head, staggers him, bouncing off the ropes. AJ picks him up, plants Cena with an AA out of nowhere himself, covers him one, two. Cena kicks out the last second. He tries to pull Cena up once again for the Styles Clash. But this time, Cena back body drops AJ, who lands on his feet, turns around, Miss, goes to the punch, misses, picks him up, lands him on his back, hits the five-knuckle shuffle very quickly, picks him up, plants him with the AA, covers him, one, two, AJ kicks out at the last second. He tries to pull AJ up, but AJ hits him with a Pele kick. Cena is staggered off the ropes, but instantly bounces off, catches AJ with another AA, rolls through, picks him up again, plants him with another AA. He goes for the pin, but this time Finn Balor is on the apron and distracts the referee. As the referee is distracted, Cena turns around from a, and eats a buckshot lariat from Hangman from the outside. He rolls back out of the ring. AJ slowly crawls his way over, drapes one arm on his chest, covers him one to Cena kicks out at the last second again. AJ can't believe it. Finn Balor and Hangman are fed up. They grab two um, steel chairs. And here comes Kenny Omega, who is back after being turned on at Warzone. He is walking out to the ramp. Uh, Finn and Hangman walk to the front of the ring. They're staring. AJ's distracted, but in the ring, Cena catches AJ with another AA, covers him. One, two, three. John Cena gets the big win and bails out of the ring as Finn Balor and Paige jump in. Kenny bails into the crowd as the rest of the Bullet Club is now out here running around. The ring is filled with Bullet Club, checking on AJ. Cena and Kenny have pulled one over on Bullet Club tonight. How will the Bullet Club respond? We will have to find out next week. Join us then for more mayhem. Wow. Good <laughs> stuff. I like it. You can't go wrong with AJ Styles and John Cena. No. Like, you just can't. And uh, it's, a, it's a New Japan style kick out of every finisher 15 times. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Of course it is. So, um, No, man, it was really good. I enjoyed that. Triple H's promo taking shots was great. Yeah, that was for Bully taking shots last week. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and Charlotte. I'd throw Charlotte. I know, I know. Um, yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I de definitely didn't think that was a filler show. I definitely think it had some good stuff to it. Um, I was surprised, though, about getting Bailey and Jordan Grace already. Yeah, I. it's one of those, again, where like the Rumble coming up. Sure. I, I had to have a women's match, and without giving things away, sure. Jordan may be doing something else that night. Sure, well. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it, you know, she kind of... Not cheated to win, but she she had to hit sure. a really big move to win. She didn't flat out. I mean, she did, but there you can always revisit that at some point. Right. So that's not the last time we're going to see those two facing one another. I got you. I got you. Okay, fair enough. No, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. It's a good yeah. show. Very good. All right. Over to the Revolution side. And we'll see what we got here. 30 minutes. Nope, wrong thing. About to be on the clock. <laughs> All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Sure, we're good here. Okay, thirty minutes on the clock. No opening package this week. We open to Corey Graves walking around backstage. He knocks on Steve Austin's door and he heads in. Corey tells Steve that they need to talk about Carmella and how she didn't get a fair shake last week. Steve says, Corey. Pretty sure I gave her a one-on-one -on -one shot at the champion, and it doesn't get more fair than that. Corey says, well, I guess, but but still, what are we going to do about it? Steve says, I'll tell you what. I need to head to the ring right now to address the women's championship because I have a feeling there's about to be some fireworks. And Carmella, she'll get another opportunity. Don't worry. They shake hands. We cut to a shot of the crowd buzzing in anticipation of the show tonight. 
And just as our GM predicted, we're going to start off with some fireworks. On her way to the ring is the brand new PBWF Revolution Women's Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Britt grabs the microphone and says, welcome to a new revolution. Welcome to the new era and welcome to the reign of the doctor because I am your new revolution women's champion. Well, here comes somebody who has certainly something to say about that. The former champ, Shayna Baszler, but she's not sprinting to the ring. She's not even aggressively going after Britt Baker. She just slowly gets in the ring she grabs a microphone and she says, Britt, you got me. You did. You won up to me. You caught me from behind. You caught me when I was weak, but you don't see me coming out here and attacking you trying to get my revenge. And, and why is that, Britt? It's because I want you as fresh as you can possibly be, because I know that I will beat you even on your best day. And I will take my title back. Uh-oh. The woman who made a statement last week in her return to the Revolution brand, Charlotte Flair, makes her way out. She grabs a microphone and says, Excuse me, champ. If it wasn't for me, you would not be carrying that title right now. So I think as a way to repay me, I need to get the first shot. At the title. Well, he said he was coming out here. Let's see if our general manager can settle this. Austin has a mic and he says, yep, I figured this was going to happen. So here's what we're going to do. Our next pay-per-view is called Living on the Edge. And at that pay-per-view, the Revolution Women's Championship will be on the line. Britt, you're going to defend against the former champion, Shayna Baszler. But we will also add a third competitor to that match. And Charlotte, if you want to be that third competitor, you're going to have to earn it. Because Shayna was right. You didn't win any meaningful matches the last time that you were here. So right here, right now, Charlotte will take on Carmella. And the winner will get added to the match at the pay-per-view. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. The Rattlesnake making big matches early. Look like we're going to start to see our next pay-per-view take shape right after this commercial break. It's Carmella and Charlotte, one-on-one. We are back. Corey Graves has finally joined us on commentary. And Corey, quite the deal you struck with our general manager. Graves said, yeah, it took some convincing, but Carmella has... Sorry, Carmella has her shot to get back into the title picture. She just has to make the most of it. Uh, Well, Mella has made her way out here. Finally, the bell sounds. We are underway. And Mella, she was aggressive in her match last week, but she's really laying back, trying a different approach against Charlotte. They lock up. Charlotte has a strength advantage. She muscles Mella to the corner, starts delivering those signature flare chops one after another. Mella finally able to escape and rolls to the outside. She's trying to get to her feet. Corey Graves leaves the commentary table to tend to her. Charlotte, Charlotte gets up top. Corkscrew moonsault to the outside on both Mella and Corey Graves. <laughs> what a move as we head to commercial break. <laughs> we are back and at the tail end of this match. Charlotte trying to lock in the figure eight. Mella rolls her up. One, two, kick out. Both women to their feet. Big super kick by Carmella from out of nowhere. She gets the cover. One, two, shoulder up by Charlotte. And Carmella cannot believe it. She picks up Charlotte, goes to throw her to the turnbuckle, sticks her foot up so it's a foot to Charlotte's face in the corner. Charlotte staggers back. Mella up on the second buckle, catches Charlotte. Hurricane Rana. The cover again. One, two. Two, kick out. Carmella extremely frustrated here, complaining to the ref about a slow count because she can't seem to put Charlotte away. Charlotte's still on the mat. Mella rolls over, locks in code of silence. We haven't seen that in a long time. Charlotte is trying to get to the ropes, but she is in the center of the ring. Code of silence is locked in deep here. 
Charlotte knows she's using that strength. She begins to stand up, has Mella in a powerbomb position. Buckle bomb on Mella. She staggers out. Big boot by Charlotte. Follows it up. Natural selection. The cover. One, two, three. Charlotte with the hard-fought win. Mella put up an incredible fight. The Charlotte with the win in our opening contest. We cut backstage and we see The Miz walking around. And Kayla Braxton catches up with him. She asks him what we should make of everything that went down last week with The Miz Faraj and Maurice slapping him. And Miz says he really doesn't know what to make of all of it. All he knows is that he's been informed he's got a match tonight. Not sure who it's against, but hopefully he can get something going in the right direction. As he walks away, Kayla tells us that we're going to have that match right after this commercial break. We are back. Miz has made his way out here, and something's just off. Like, he's just not his normal cocky self. We'll have to see how he does when the bell sounds, but who is he going to face? Oh, my. We saw this man debut last week. Now we're going to get his in-ring debut. The protector of the aces and eights, a man you certainly don't want to mess with. It is Killer Cross. And Miz just looks totally terrified. Like all the color is gone from his face. He wants nothing to do with Cross. Is he wearing a mask through the ring? Mm, no, he is not. <laughs> but it would fit the aces and eights, so it wouldn't okay. be that bad. All right, bell sounds. Here we go. Don't have too much movement here. Miz does not look excited to get this thing going. You can hear Cross yelling, come on, come on. Miz is just not doing anything. He makes eye contact with Scarlet, and it distracts Miz. Huge forearm smash from behind, landed by Cross. He follows it up. Doomsday Saito suplex. There's the Cross jacket. Miz is totally out. No tapping. The ref just calls for the bell. This one is <laughs> over. As Scarlet gets in the ring, here come the rest of the aces and eights. Bully Ray, Taz, the newly reunited Beer Money, and the Revolution Tag Team Champions, Santana and Ortiz. I guess we're going to hear from them when we come back. Poor Miz. We are back. Bully Ray has a microphone, and the booze just rain down. And he says, well, it sounds like everybody is really happy to see us tonight. I got news for you. You need to get used to it, because the aces and eights are here to stay. So, MVP, you better watch your mouth on that other show talking about who the best faction is. Now, last week, last week was just the beginning. You see, you saw the debut of our killer. And tonight, you saw his dominance in the ring. And let's not forget about Scarlet, an integral part of this group. Then you also have the reemergence of Beer Money. Bobby Roode, who has seen the light, especially with the help of this man, his longtime best friend, James Storm. So cry all you want to, Dolph Ziggler. But speaking of somebody else that's crying, Johnny Gargano. Did you guys see the look on his face last week? Poor, pitiful Johnny. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as much as I love each and every person in this ring, and they know that I do, I want to introduce you to the crown jewel of the aces and eights. He truly is the future of this business. And with the aces and eights surrounding him, there will be no stopping him. Ladies and gentlemen, Tommaso Champa. Wow. We just cannot believe that Champa has joined this group. Just cannot believe it. Oh, the music is playing, but there's, there's no Champa. Music stops, and here comes Champa, but he's got his head down the whole time. He's walking slowly to the ring. Champa gets in the ring. Bully Ray hugs him, but again, Champa doesn't reciprocate. Uh-oh. Here comes Johnny Gargano. I guess he is looking for some answers. He gets a microphone. He says, look, I'm not scared of you guys. I'm totally by myself, but I am getting in the ring to talk to my best friend. Walks up to Champa. He grabs him by the beard and he raises his head up and he says, tell me this is not true. Tell me you haven't joined these guys. What, what happened to us? What happened here? Champa puts his hand over Johnny's mic. 
slowly pushes it down. You can hear Johnny say, answer me. Champa stutters around. And he says, I, I, it, it's not what you think. Johnny says, well, what is it then? Champa says, I just, I just, and he throws his hands up and he turns around and the beat down ensues. Everybody is just blindsiding Johnny Gargano. The beat down, Johnny Gargano just, he's trying to fight him off, but who are we kidding? Look how many people there are. Cross grabs Johnny, Doomsday Saito, Santana and Ortiz pick him up, powerbomb blockbuster combo. They drag Johnny to the outside of the ring where Rude and Storm, they grabbed a ladder and they set it up. And Champa is still in the ring with his head down. Bully Ray climbs the ladder. They pick Johnny up and they hand him to Bully. This is reminiscent of old school Dudley boys. Bully's got Johnny up. Powerbomb off the ladder through the announce table. My goodness. Johnny Gargano seriously injured here. Medical personnel finally make their way out here. The aces and eights are celebrating. All of them are patting Champa on the back and trying to get him to join in, but he's just not. The rest of the group, they make their way up the ramp as we head to commercial break. We are back on Revolution. It is time for the Intercontinental Championship match. Christian getting a big win over Miz last week. Let's see if he can make the most of it. Here comes our champion coming to the ring by Zelina Vega, Penta El Cerro Miedo, and Ray Phoenix. Here comes Andrade. And as we can already tell, the bell sounds here. It's a numbers game. Captain Charisma is not going to get a fair shake at this thing at all. You think you know me? Oh, here we go. This is not exactly going to even the odds, but here comes Christian's best friend, Edge, trying to help out with this disadvantage. But Here we go. Very technical matchup here. Christian shoots Andrade off the ropes. Reversal. Andrade catches Christian. Tilt a world backbreaker. Andrade follows it up. Off the ropes. Basement drop kick. Goes for the cover, but only a one count. Both men to their feet. Andrade off the ropes. Going for the big boot. Christian goes behind. Trying to get the kill switch. He's struggling to turn Andrade, though. Ray Phoenix gets up on the apron. Edge gets up to meet him. Penta pulls Edge down, and the brawl ensues. Here we go. You had to know this was coming. Christian goes to the outside to try to help out. Here comes Andrade springboard from the second rope. Corkscrew plancha onto everybody on the outside. What a move as we crash to commercial break. We are back. Fast forward towards the end of this match. Andrade has been in control throughout the commercial. Christian, though, trying to make a comeback, rights and lefts, takes Andrade to the corner. Christian to the second rope. Tornado DDT. Andrade pops back up. Spear by Christian. The cover. One, two, kick out by Andrade. Christian gets him back in the corner again, whips him to the other corner. But Andrade up over the top. To the apron, Christian follows him in. Forearm to the face by Andrade. Really rocks the challenger here. Andrade springboard off the top rope. Missile drop kick. The cover, one, two. Shoulder up by Christian. Andrade signaling for that hammer-like DDT. But Christian rolls him up. The ref isn't counting. Ray Phoenix is back up on the apron. Edge pulls him off. The brawl again. There's nobody that can stop this. There's just brawling on the outside. Christian and Andrade both to their feet. They start trading blows. Andrade goes for the clothesline. Christian ducks. Kill switch. Zelina Vega's up on the apron now. Christian trying to approach her to get her off the apron. Low blow by Andrade. He rolls up Christian. One, two, three. The champ has retained the numbers game. Finally caught up with Edge and Christian. Let's not take anything away from the challenger. What a great match. But the death triangle at full strength. Who's going to stop Andrade? So we get ready to head to commercial break. We see Sting backstage. Yes, in person. The icon is headed to the ring. We're going to hear from him for the first time after this commercial break. We are back, and Kayla Braxton is in the ring as she introduces Sting. The icon is here for the first time since we saw him defeat Chris Jericho at Call Your Shot, a historic first-time ever encounter 
So what's next for Sting here on Revolution? Maybe we'll find out. Kayla said, tell Sting, he says, thanks for your time. The floor is yours. Sting grabs the mic and he says, well, well, well. The only thing that's for sure about Sting is nothing's for sure, right? We all thought we'd seen the last of the Stinger. And then old Stone Cold made a phone call and he sucked me right back in. That dream match with Jericho was just really hard to turn down. But now that that one's behind me, I'm really not sure what's next for the old Stinger. What? What is this? Cody Rhodes? Here he comes. No pyro. He's all business tonight. Oh, boo. <laughs> Cody gets in the ring. He says, first of all, Sting, welcome to Revolution. He says, second of all, the last time that we were in the same company didn't seem to work out for either one of us. So I'm glad you're here. You know, Sting, you knew my dad better than most. You saw me grow up around the wrestling business, and you know that I idolized my dad. But my favorite wrestler growing up was Sting. Nobody was a bigger little stinger than Cody Rhodes. And I've watched you through the years go to war with Ric Flair, Big Van Vader, Hulk Hogan, and all the greats. And most recently, Chris Jericho. Well, Sting, I haven't been here on Revolution for that long, but I'm still looking to make my mark. So respectfully. I would love to share the ring with my favorite wrestler. It's not going to be a heel turn, no backstabbing. I just got to know. Me and you, Sting, at Living on the Edge. What do you say? The crowd is in a frenzy. The yes chants are going up. Sting slowly raises the microphone, leans in, puts his arm around Cody, says, be careful what you wish for, kid. I'll see you at the pay-per-view. Wow, what a challenge, what a showdown this is going to be, Sting versus Cody Rhodes, one-on-one for the first time ever, that's not the only bombshell we've got tonight, coming up next, Roman Reigns versus Adam Cole for the World Heavyweight Championship, our main event after this commercial break. All right. We are back. Before our main event, I want to let everybody know that next week we're going to see our new women's champion, Britt Baker, teaming up with her best friend, Chelsea Green, as they take on the Poison Pixies, Candice LeRae, and Alexa Bliss. We're also going to have two triple threat matches to determine challengers for the Living on the Edge pay-per-view. One triple threat match will determine the next challenger for the tag titles, and the other, the next challenger for the World Heavyweight Championship. And whoever wins that match will face the winner of this one tonight. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for our World Heavyweight Championship match. Well, the music's playing, but there's no Roman Reigns. No Paul Heyman either. Maybe they're just making us wait. I don't know. They're they're, they're not coming out here. I don't know what, what's going on. You know what's all about Well, I guess our champ's going to come out. Tribal Chief's making us wait. Here he is, our new world heavyweight champion in his first defense. It's Adam Cole, baby. Here we go. Wait a minute. Roman Reigns is, is, is still not coming out. <laughs> what what is going on here? <clears throat> music music stops. Uh-oh. Here comes our general manager. Maybe he can shed some light on what's going on here. Austin grabs the mic. He says, "Well, Guess the Tribal Chief's not showing up for work tonight. I haven't seen or heard from any of the members of the Bloodline today. I had hoped that they were just hiding in their locker room, and I thought 
that a world title opportunity would be enough for Roman to come out of hiding, but I guess doesn't mean as much to him as we thought. Well, Roman, if you're listening, you're now fined $100,000, and I suggest that you show up (laughs) next week. Now, as for Adam Cole, you're still going to defend your title tonight. We're not going to leave these people without a main event. So here we go. (laughs) Well, I guess this guy proved himself worthy last week after beating Edge, the former heavyweight champion, Matt Cardona. Is going to get his rematch for the world title, and we will have that match coming up next. All right, we are back. Bell sounds. Here we go. Matt Cardona looking to regain his world title against the man who pinned him. I call your shot, Adam Cole. The two guys are sizing each other up. We cut to a split screen. We see backstage watching on the monitor Randy Orton. He's got that call your shot contract. Maybe his eyes are, are on this match. We never know. Back to live action here. Matt Cardona, incredibly aggressive here, just overpowering Adam Cole. Cardona gets Cole in the corner, sets up for the broski boot, but he misses. Cole rolls him up. One, two, kick out. Cole dives. Cardona catches him in midair. Big sky-high spine buster. Matt Cardona mounts Cole and just starts pounding him with rights and lefts. The ref having to break it up as to not disqualify Cardona here. Matt picks up Adam Cole, but as he does, step up in Seguri. Rocks Matt Cardona, but it doesn't take him off his feet. Adam Cole follows it up with a drop kick that drops Cardona to one knee. Cole goes to hook Cardona in a suplex, lifts him up, but Cardona lands on his feet from behind. Huge neck breaker. Adam Cole rolls to the outside, but here comes Cardona. Basement drop kick through the bottom rope. Cardona rips his t-shirt, flexes. The champ is in trouble as we head to our final commercial break. We are back and we're nearing the end of this match. We saw Cardona gain the advantage right before the break, but Adam Cole's made a comeback and we're fighting tooth and nail here. Both men slowly making their way to their feet, slowly trading blows, the boos, yes, the crowd solidly behind the champion here. Cardona swings wildly, misses. Cole picks him up in a torture rack position, hits a KOD-like move, but Cardona's face driven into the knee of Adam Cole. What a devastating move. Cole with the cover, one, two, shoulder up by Matt Cardona. Cole picks him up, super kick to the face, rocks the challenger. Cole with a super kick to the knee, takes Cardona down. Here we go, off the ropes. Cole going for the last shot, but he misses. Cardona's up, off the ropes, huge diving clothesline. Cardona to the corner. Cole charges in after him, double knees to the face by Matt Cardona, goes up to the second rope, missile drop kick. He gets up, he's fired up, he wants his title back. Cardona grabs Adam Cole, double underhook, could be a tiger bomb here. Picks him up, but Cole goes from behind, release German suplex. Cole goes to shoot Cardona to the corner, reversal. Cole hits the buckle, Cardona charges in, big clothesline. Lines up going for that broski boot again, but again he misses. Cole goes to the top rope, Panama Sunrise, the cover, the count, one, two, shoulder up by Matt Cardona. How did he kick out of that? Here comes smart Mark Sterling is making his way to the ring. Adam Cole immediately points it out to the ref. He sees it. Smart Mark is up on the apron, has the ref distracted from the crowd. Brian Myers slides a chair into Matt Cardona. He blasts Adam Cole over the back. Adam Cole slowly turns around. Radio silence. No, not this way. The ref makes the count. One, two, kick out at the very last second by Adam Cole. He is still alive. Wait a minute. Fish and O'Reilly are here. The brawl (laughs) is on. They are taking care of Brian Myers and Smart Mark Sterling. Cardona and the ref see this. Both of them are distracted. Adam Cole from behind. Low blow on Matt Cardona. Cardona to his knees. Cole off the ropes. Last shot. The ref turns around. One, two, three. Adam Cole has retained the World Heavyweight Championship in an incredible match. What a night it has been here. Fish and O'Reilly head back up the ramp. They give the head nod to the champ. He reciprocates. And he celebrates in the ring as we sign off. We'll see you next week on Revolution. Wow, uh, I like the I like the aces and eights. That's yeah. uh, that's a nice little. I, I've always I I liked them when they were in Impact. Yeah, so I'm I'm a big fan of that. Um, 
Sting and Cody was not expecting. I like that. I thought Sting was going to tell him no. Right. I, yeah, that was that was nice. Um, Matt Cardona getting another shot. <laughs> well, we'll see. Poor how Matt. That, we'll see how that works out for him. Yeah, uh, and poor Corey. Poor Corey. That's right. <laughs> poor Corey. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Lots of little nuggets in there for you guys to to check out. Make sure you remember those things. They're coming back. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. All right. Another successful week of good shows on both brands. Week 14 in the books. Slowly building towards this next pay-per-view. Yep. Month number four, man. Month number four. It's going to be exciting. All right. Make sure you guys are following us at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please, if you're not subscribed to the show already, what are you waiting for? Please make sure you do that. That is the only way that you get the PBWF every Tuesday, wherever you find your podcast. So make sure that you do that. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. We will catch you guys down the road. <laughs> <laughs>